Welcome to Pocket Fiction by Steve Cook. Before Anvil, Part 2. Master Tapani! Skidding in the drifting snow and the muddy slush beneath it, Hella ran back towards the boulder. Kai was holding the old man down as he thrashed, but even as she knelt to help, Hella could see that the agony on the man's face was lessening. I had to set his leg, Kai said calmly. Ignoring the stream of foul language that Tapani spat out, the healer held out his hand. Do you have the splints? As Kai worked, Hella rested her hand on Tapani's shoulder, unsure of how she could help. Despite the cold, sweat dripped down his lined face as his breath rattled in his chest. I'm not going to Anvil, he said suddenly. That's... I'm, I'm sorry, Master. I know you've been looking forward to it, after the flux stopped you last time. Bah! You're going in my place, girl. You know most everything I can teach you, and you'll learn more at Anvil. It's a trading hub the likes of which you've never seen. But it's not just materials being traded. Knowledge is coined there. Listen to Brynjolf. He's been before and he can teach you what you need to know. Hella swallowed past the lump in her throat, not sure what to say. I'll... I'll do my best, Master. By the time you come back, I'll expect to see your Master's piece, girl. I won't let it be heard that Arto Tapani sends journeyman craftlings to Anvil. You come back good and learned. He rested a hand on her arm and his fierce expression softened. You're good enough, girl. You just don't believe in yourself yet. As bad as this one here. We need to get him back to the village, Kai said. There's not much I can do now. He knelt so that Tapani's arm was over his shoulder and gestured to Hella to lift his other side. He can't walk unaided, so we'll be going the slow way. Hella moved into position, and then a sound floated in on the breeze that made her blood turn to ice in her veins. A snuffling, grunting sound, and the distinct noise of a tusk scraping a tree trunk. Kai looked at her, fear in his eyes. What? <coughs> Hella said, drawing her sword. She cast around for any sign of attack, but all was darkness. Kai drew his sickle, the tool seeming far too small for combat. The sound of galloping was the only warning they had as the boar burst out from behind the boulder. It roared its defiance and Hella spun to the left. Its hairy back passed so close to her face that she could smell its rank odour, and with a scream of rage she thrust her sword deep into it. The hilt was ripped from her grasp as the boar's headlong rush carried it away, and then it skidded to a stop and turned. It poured at the ground, and she could see malevolence in its black eyes. It lowered its bleached bone tusks and charged. Hella! Kai shouted, but the young girl was already moving. She took two quick steps to the side, then dived back again as the boar changed course, leaving its flank exposed. With a shout of triumph, Hella grabbed at the sword, still stuck in its side, and yanked. The boar bellowed as its back legs failed it, and it fell, slithering to a stop a few yards away. Hella crouched for a moment, ready for another charge, but the boar just lay there, breathing heavily as it steamed in the cold air. A moment later, its breathing rattled to a stop, and there was quiet. And you think you aren't worthy to go to Anvil, Master Tapani said quietly. It took nearly an hour to get Tapani back to the village. Only when they were in sight of the torches that Wolf lit during his night patrols did Hella feel calm enough to hold a conversation. Kai. Hmm? Just before the boar attacked, Master Tapani said you were as bad as me. 
In not believing in yourself. What did he mean? It was Tapani that answered. As a settlement, we've lost too much knowledge, girl. Losing our Grimnir in that first attack meant that his apprentice had to step up too soon. Or at least he thinks so. Master Antero failed to pass on a lot of his knowledge to me before he... left us, Kai said stiffly. He gestured down at the view, the slow regrowth of Ashenhall spread out before them. Dark wooden cabins were outlined on the snowy ground, while the weak light of the moon provided the barest light. Even after over a year, so little of the settlement had been established. The Thane's Hall, tallest by a man's height, was plain in comparison to the one they'd left burning. Look at us. We're small now, hiding in mines, moving from danger to safe place, hunting for food. It doesn't exactly lend itself to starting a community. But now that we've got a place to call home again, people will start to come here. Children will be born, and I don't know if I'm up to that. He pointed down at one of the houses where the glow of a fire could be seen through a poorly shuttered window. That's Elsie Tainer's house down there. She came to see me this morning. She's with child, Hella. The first child born to Ashenhall for over five years. He shrugged. We're going to need a different sort of medicine now that the village is growing again. And that's why you're going to Anvil. You can both learn so much there that you'll come back with the skills we need as a settlement, Tapani said. And pretty soon you won't need old folk like me. You'll earn your names sooner or later, and we'll be the stronger for it. They made their way down the main path towards the workshop that Tapani called home, and as soon as they were inside, Hella began to set a fire. As she worked, she watched Kai finish his ministrations on her master. The crusty coating on his leg had hardened to the point where Kai could break off large chunks of it, and where the skin had been rent and torn, new skin had grown. Pink and hairless, it carried only the faintest scars to show that there had ever been a wound. She shook her head. That stuff is nothing short of miraculous. It's also the last of it. Until I get to Anvil, I've got no more. Kai adjusted the bandages that held the splint in place. Now then, don't put weight on this for a couple of days. I can't fix the bone that easily, it'll have to mend on its own. If you move it too much, it will set crooked. He stood up and dusted his hands off. Hella, are you staying here tonight? She shook her head. No, I've got packing to do if I'm going to Anvil tomorrow. Go, leave this old man, Tapani said, making a shooing gesture. Hella hugged him tightly. Sleep well, master, she said. Don't miss the wagon in the morning. Hella stepped outside and Kai shut the door behind them. He put a hand on her shoulder and on impulse, Hella slipped her arms around him. Thank you, she said quietly. For saving him. You killed the boar, Kai said. I couldn't have healed him without you protecting us. As snow fell softly around them, Hella nodded. See you in the morning then. She stepped back, away from his warmth, and smiled. Anvil's waiting for us, he replied, matching her smile. See you at sunrise.